Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly. Thank you, Clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then loop up and get on top. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. I think uh, We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, 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 podcast land. Welcome back to another week here at By the By. You've reached Angela. And Bradford. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Uh-huh. Good. <laughs> uh, so we've got a pendulum party coming up in May. That is May 27th? Yes, that's it. Woo! Uh, so yes, yeah, so that's coming up. Very much look forward to that. I don't think we've got a theme for that one. I think it's just going to be pendulum. So come as your sexy self. Come ready to enjoy and have fun. That's right. Just swing on by. Yep. Uh, this week we have a little bit longer episode, so we're just going to kind of jump right into it. We're going to skip all the niceties and just jump right in. This week we had a few guests on the podcast. Yes. So a huge thank you to our dear, dear sexy men. Uh, it was Angela, myself, and then the gentlemen, Leo and Kobe, all of us sitting around in a circle chatting and talking about the Hump Film Festival. It's not too late for you to watch Hump. You can stream it yourself at home. Just uh, listen to us in there or follow the links in the podcast notes that we'll post later today. Yeah, it was a really great experience. I, I love watching the Hump films. And it was it's interesting because we did it last year, I believe. And it it's interesting to compare the two years and just see year on year how it's different and how things go. And, you know, just a little bit of sexiness. Yeah, so without further ado, here we go. And we're live. And we're here with quite a crowd, actually. I'm really excited. Biggest podcast ever. I know. We have the gentleman. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and we have Leo. Hi. And we have Kobe. Like the cheese. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and of course, Bradford and I. Uh, Isn't that Colby? It is. Oh, God. But from now on, I just want to be like, oh, your jokes are cheesy. <laughs> He's the head cheese. That's all. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. As long as he doesn't have head cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a yum. And tonight we have a live audience. Yeah. We, have a, we have a live. <laughs> we have a live audience. Like. Is that like like not live audiences? We have a single person. <laughs> is that is that like a live audience? Audience. audience. We have a live audience. Yes. <laughs> we have the best audience in in Sydney. So yeah, so we're here with the crowd, and we are going to talk about the seventeenth annual Hump Film Festival. Bradford, would you like to tell us what the Hump Film Festival is? 
If you are a listener of Dan Savage and the Savage Love Cast, you will know that 17 years ago, a still middle-aged but younger Dan Savage decided to create a film festival for all of us uh, to sort of show off our sexy side and our queer side and our what does sex amongst real people look like. It's good fun. For the longest time, it ran in theaters. Well, in theater in Seattle, Washington. And then uh, over COVID, they started streaming it and they're still streaming it. So we streamed it. These are all short films, less than five minutes long, that are made by you guys, people, everybody out there. And you submit them to the Hump Film Festival and they choose a selection to play. And it's sexy, it's interesting, and and I do say that that you might be challenged by some things that you see. If you don't like something, just look away for a few minutes because none of them are more than five minutes. That's right. And it is humpfilmfest.com. And then you can still buy streaming tickets. So it is still, you're able to stream them at your leisure. Uh, Like, for instance, between 24th and 27th of March, between the 31st of March and April 3rd. So you have a, a single lot that you can do it. And it's through May 1st. That's the last time that you can watch it. So for Hump Film Fest 2022, you can do that. Awesome. So we did that as a group. Yeah, we did. <laughs> because if some is Was good, more is better. we did as a group? <laughs> so far. So we watched this and, and we're going to talk about it a little bit with you guys and tell you what we think, what we liked, what we didn't like, thoughts. So how are we going to go through this? Because like last year, we did do this with our beautiful friends, the Bedhoppers in the UK. And this year, we did it with local folks. And last year, I know that what we did was we each picked our three favorite and we went through and talked about it. Angela, how do we want to do this? I'm okay doing that again. I'll need a moment because I actually have four favorites and two honorable mentions. <laughs> but I could I could figure out what my top three are. So we can we can do that again. Yeah, I haven't gone through and picked out my top three yet. So what if we just go around in a round robin sort of fashion, each of us mentioning one of the ones that we really liked. Yeah, okay. and we can discuss that. Um, okay. And so I, I just want to make a quick point that there we will talk about things that we didn't like. And we will talk about how we didn't like them. That does not make them bad. That just means that they weren't for us. We are not trying to yuck anybody's yum, but we are definitely, in the same way that you don't yuck someone's yum, you accept that some people have yucks. Um, yeah. And they these will be our yucks, and that's okay. One of the things I do love about Hump Film Fest is that it celebrates all different shapes and sizes of bodies, all different shapes and sizes of gender and sexuality. There is literally something in this film fest for everyone. And that's kind of cool. And this is a very different film fest than it was even last year. Agreed. Last year was, I'm just going to say it, last year was better. It's my first hump. Is this your first hump? My first hump. Uh, Kobe? First hump. And... Gentlemen, you're, this is you were with Second. us last year. Yeah. Yes. So do you think we could get to the end of tonight and have a, like a palm de or? Oh, I think, we, I think we can do a, do what a is, palm de or. What is a palm de or? So if you win the Cannes Film Festival, you win the palm de or. Yeah. Oh. If you win the hump with By the By podcast, oh you win God, the yes. palm de <laughs> We can. You're <laughs> yeah. just talking about wanking. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the things that's good to point out is the fact that it's not just serious Porn. Yes. It's not 
all about just sex. Um, there's a lot. There's comedy. There's moments that we all cracked up laughing. <laughs> um, there's a bit of political statement done yeah. in a few of the the short films. So it, it's a lot more than just uh, porn segments. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's not a it's not porn, it's not a Pornhub compilation no. video. It's uh, it's a lot more than that. Yeah, yeah agreed. And I, I do like the addition of the Easter eggs that you have to find throughout. At the beginning, they explain that there's there's three items that you can keep an eye out for, just to show that the that each film, each short film, has has been specifically tailor made for the Hump Festival. Yes. And this year it was uh, honey. Yep. Yes, darling. Um, <laughs> a pitchfork <laughs> and roller skates. So some somewhere at some point in each of the films, you could kind of pick out and go, "Oh, there it is." Yeah. I will say, I was very disappointed there wasn't like a roller skating demon, like s- roller skating Satan masturbating with honey. I was really disappointed in that because well, I feel like that film would be the film I would make. There's always next year, <laughs> but it would be different things, right? I no, need to I figure out what it is and be like, okay. I'm going to be that. You'll have to do something equally dark next year, yeah. whatever the items are. And last year we said we were, we wanted to do one, and we still want to do one. Someday, the Either by podcast, we'll do a, a hump film. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I thought we were saying, yeah, I, wanted, I still want to do the corn cobs. <laughs> <laughs> Which, for all the listeners out there, you're going to have to go back to episode number... We don't know. Please whatever. enter episode here. <laughs> God damn it. This is why you're no longer on the podcast anymore. <laughs> You've been cut. I give you too much homework. Yeah, that's right. It's too much work. Angela doesn't like to do that kind of work, and I won't. Also, just as a request that a listener had from our Discord, we need a requisite. Goddamn. Thank you. Uh, from Leo. <laughs> um, I suggest that our listeners cut that part out and make it their text notification. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine every time you got a text, God damn, God damn, God damn. <laughs> and if you could change it, like for the third test, like, motherfucker, God damn. Pussy. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. In honor of, in honor of Mrs. H. Pussy. Pussy. I don't like it. I don't like it. Pussy. Brings me joy. All right. Uh, let's do the round robin thing. Angela, you can start with one of your highlights tonight. So one of my favorites, and I think it's one we have to talk about, was the circus birth. (laughs) So this one involved balloons. So there was someone who was tied down with balloons as handcuffs, and there was a clown that was dom for them. There was foot fucking there were squeaky toy sounds this was balloon pegging there was balloon pegging yeah and and there was a dark clown so the clown changed in there but this was by far pippin's favorite <laughs> there was also glitter cum yeah yeah. <laughs> that happened? yeah there was glitter confetti cum uh but this was definitely pippin's favorite there was foot fucking there was a lot of blue and there were squeaky toys and he was trying so hard to find the squeaky toys yeah, he was searching all around the television and in the other room. Uh, it was a that was the Pip Award, yeah. the award for Pip for Pip. <laughs> but I actually really liked. I did quite like it. Um, I, I thought it was an interesting take, and and you know, balloon sex is always kind of fun, and clowns are fun. They they did it really well actually with the inflating balloon. 
You'll be able to tell. You'll be able to tell us what number balloon it was. There were two sixty cues. There you go. So, yeah. <laughs> but that was. It was actually really funny watching the balloon sort of erect itself out of his pants. <laughs> The thing that I really enjoyed about that was how he started off very vanilla on the bed. He was mm-hmm. tied up with an almost scared look on his face. Yeah. And then by the end, he's a full-blown clown with a balloon erection. <laughs> a balloon <laughs> erection. A balloon erection. Yeah, erection. yeah, there was definitely yeah. a transformation in the sub yeah. in that one. Mm. Yeah. He started off without the clown face, I believe. Yeah, that's he correct. Was, he was completely... He was, he was tied down with balloons... And, and then the, the clown came in and defiled his feet. And then uh, a couple of scenes later, then he had the eye makeup on and then the the rest of the face came on and, and then he ended up in a full clown outfit. Yeah, so that transformation was actually, um, it was good to see. I had notes on that one, which was, it started out, the gentleman is horrified. <laughs> yeah, Yes, I do have a bit of a uh, clown phobia, whatever Calorophobia. that's called. Calorophobia. Calorophobia. And then I went, clown porn? Dot, dot, dot. Um, foot sucking and licking. And then all caps, no. <laughs> um, I'm both terrified and turned on. It's Pippin's favorite. Uh, in the end, I think it was great. Loved it. Yes, absolutely. I did yeah, really I like, did that, like one. that one. Yeah. yeah. Did, how did you feel about it, Leah? The balloons? Well, I mean, or the clowns. You can inflate anything around me. God damn. I have I have several notes, but they're kind of incoherent because I was swapping between my right and left hand while I was writing them. So I'm, I'm somebody gonna... had their arm around me and they mm-hmm. were too nice to move it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. My, I have notes. They're incoherent, but I have notes. <laughs> is, is is that of, indicative of how the brain works? A little bit. The kind of <laughs> random words, like yeah, I, I, no, I won't go there. We'll, we'll, <laughs> um, uh, pass. <laughs> all right, all right. So, gentlemen, what's one of your favorites? Well, uh, I'm instead of going to go for favorites, I'm going to go with still just stuck in my mind a little bit. I actually thought that the the very first one, which I think the the title was Plastic, Thousand Years, was a Thousand, thousand Years. years. Was Sorry, yeah. I've got in my notes Plastic because it was when it first started. It it, it was what is that? I I didn't know what was. It was like an ASMR sound. Correct. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. notes were I've ASMR. never wanted to recycle more. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, it was. It was just. It was just a, a trail of, glad rap. The long and short of it was there was a female body putting, glad wrap, saran wrap, some sort of cling wrap into her mouth and pulling it out of her vagina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In long, long. I think it came out of her vagina first and then went into her mouth. I thought the mouth was being stuffed with styrofoam cubey things and then there was the saran coming out of the vagina. Uh, Yeah, but there was was one long continuous shot of the saran wrap just coming up and and, out of her and it was just hypnotic. It really was. Wasn't it? Yeah. I didn't like it at all. And we all sat there in silence. Because I was afraid that there was a problem with the sound. The sound was inconsistent. (laughs) Like, if you're going to do ASMR, make it consistent. There was this crinkly sound. At first I thought, well, are we, do we have a bad stream? Is this not right? Especially when it's the first, the first film. And then I was like, okay, now it's dead silent. Now there's sound again. Make it consistent. That was my only, Mm. yeah. Yeah, my only one real note on it was I just said ode to plastic because it was just all about 
the plastic. Correct. And for mine, it was one of the ones that made a statement. It was purely around the name of the film, Thousand Years, and it's talking about the perpetuality of the problem of plastic. Absolutely. It cannot be recycled. It cannot be done. Uh, It was a very stark white background. She had white face makeup, and it was really just this is a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and putting that into rolling context that yeah. doesn't get, matter what we do, we're not going to get, get rid of this. slightly dark about it. This was the first week in human history where microplastics were found in human blood. Ooh. Uh, so it was very, very timely, if not slightly creepy. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Thank it was only you. a couple of days ago the news came out. I was like, oh, that's fucking terrifying. I mean, we're going to live forever, people. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. We finally get to realize our goal of being a human Kindle. <laughs> I thought she, for a second there, I thought she said like Kindle. I was like, like the book? <laughs> oh, Kendall. <laughs> oh, there goes my penis. <laughs> <laughs> I like it better when I'm a human Kindle. <laughs> All right, God Gabby. Damn. What, what <laughs> sorry. I, I, uh-huh. I, no, uh-huh. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's you, good. that's good. Good knowledge. You never say God damn. He'd said it. No, no. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you have for notable? Big, big honourable mention for Hornacopia. Uh, it's done as a documentary style as a young woman who um, it was subtitled Eating Disorder and you're getting a snapshot of her life, um, runway model in New York. We noted down the name. I'm Nell Parker. Nell Parker, and I'm fairly certain we'll go and do the research and find that that's a true story. And it talked about what the modelling industry put her through and then once she was able to break away from that, how she could open up her sexuality, get herself back to a reasonable, healthy body weight, and then explore sexuality. And there's a lot of fun with food, food masturbation, mm-hmm. sex with a partner, um, using food and different things, and, and really embracing that and how that's become powerful and positive. And that documentary style, I think, really worked well in making it a reality, um, but it was really sexy too. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, that was one of the ones that I had that I really, really liked because I did like the vocabulary around eating disorders and what she's been through and that flipping it on its head and, and just the dialogue there. So I really liked that. She's also really cute. Yes. So that did not hurt at all to, you know, watch her. <laughs> and then also there was a, there were donuts around a dick <laughs> yeah. and there were Oreo <laughs> eyes. There was a lot of like yeah, really Oreo cool. Oreo blindfold. Oh, yeah. Oreo yeah. blindfold. Yeah. There was oh. a lot of really cool <clears throat> fun food play and it's just. She was that- being whipped with licorice Lic- whips yeah. and nerd whips at one point, like licorice. I could have sploshed a bit more. Like, like honestly, and that's mm. one of the, my notes was it's sploshing food play. So, and again, just to touch on the seriousness of it, when it started, I was kind of bummed out, like, but in a, like, I say in a good way. I hate when I do that, like, bummed out in a good way. Um, I think this was something that a lot of people needed to hear because she was talking about how thin she was as a young, as a young girl, 14, 16, 18. Yeah, the, the numbers on that were just incredible. And, five, and how, she's five foot 11 and 98 And pounds. she was 98 pounds. Yeah, and, and then they were telling her she needed to lose an inch off each of her thighs. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's impossible. We, and um, she said it. She said it in, in the film. It's yeah, it's physically impossible yeah, to it, do that. They wanted me to be a human coat hanger. Yeah. And like that's a, a depressingly but beautiful, accurate mm. description of what uh, of what we see on one run while watching her actually enjoy her body as it is now. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, to uh, own it was yeah. It's a it's a, it's a great dichotomy. Yeah. yeah, she was fucking gorgeous. She had everything that I want in a woman. She had curves. She had 
cat eyes and she had a pixie haircut. Like, oof. Um, also, I just want to say there was this beautiful scene of her masturbating with somebody throwing what looked like sweet tarts and nerds and sprinkles or hundreds and thousands, whatever you want to call them, wherever you are. And all I could think of was if she then packaged that candy up, I would buy it in a <laughs> fucking heartbeat. Like I want to eat her masturbatory candy. And for me to think that is such a weird, like I'm thinking this and going, Oh, I didn't know this was a thing for me, <laughs> but watching her do that, I want to eat her candy. See, hump is helping you grow and learn more about yourself. <laughs> In fact, I wrote, I'm going to buy a bag of that candy <laughs> after she's masturbated in it. Uh, that's, that's exactly what I wrote. Yeah, so thank you, Nell Parker. Uh, also, she has an OnlyFans. She was wearing an OnlyFans t-shirt, so we may end up being subscribing. <laughs> Pay for your porn, people. All right, Leo, what do you have? Oh, in an honorable mention kind of way? Whatever makes you happy. Yeah, an honorable mention. Something. My notes are so bad because I enjoyed a lot of it, and then other bits I was like, I'm not quite sure where I'm at. There were some things I really enjoyed. Um, One of my notes uh, was around the Wonder Woman Shibari that was in, I think it was third or fourth, maybe fifth film in. Uh, Was it the Cocoon? Yeah, Cocoon. Yeah, with the human floral arrangements. Yeah, Yeah. the the rope kind of wrapping around the body, and I just, I just really enjoyed the whole kind of vibe of it. Yeah. Yeah, so that one was a uh, lady comes in, goes and showers off, comes out in a really beautiful, beautiful dress. One of my favorite latex dresses I've seen in a long time. Mm, yeah, it was absolutely gorgeous. And then she goes out into the room and there's a sub there waiting for her. And she wraps them up in, I'm, I mean, it's a cocoon, but it's basically, if you think of like a really large, like pantyhose sack mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And so she wraps her up in that and then ties the shibari around her and puts flowers in and then uses her as a piece of furniture. And just the whole thing, the music was great set with it. And the whole thing was just mesmerizing. That was one that I also really liked. I think there was, there's something in the kind of casual control of it all that was it was kind of relaxing to watch. there was nothing overstated about yeah it. and but that last moment where she pops her legs up onto yeah. her and uses and it just that cross of the two ankles and there was nothing forced or hard about it there was just something this is my everyday this this is where it is this, this is who Thursday, i am yeah. uh there's the confidence in it, it was yeah. i think it was it was quite essential the rope sliding yeah. over just the just texturally over the what is it the the pantyhose I don't yeah, know what it was some sort is. of pantyhose yeah, material or like a mesh just yeah. 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 Just, there was, yeah, there was body just great camera work when zoomed in you could just see the the rope you know just slide and glide over the little that, indentation that the pressure yes. of it but without yeah. it being hard yeah was, it's, yeah yeah there was no dominance um, forceful dominance but just complete control. Exhibited uh, yeah. by the yes. by the dom for sure, a natural I, dominant. Exactly, I wrote down two words, and I'll throw out that I think it was the most artful of all of the movies. The art in great it was word. brilliant, good, yeah, yeah, really good lighting, the great music, and so forth. And I think for mine, it's probably the most seductive. I would tend to mm. agree. Yeah, of the lot. I, I don't. I'm not going to say it's my palm to or. Yeah, I, I don't think it's my vote there, but I think. From an art point of view, it's the one that ticked it off for mine. Which is interesting because I feel like last year there were more that fell into that arty category and, and that were a bit more in the seductive realm. Whereas this year, I don't feel like there were as many. But this one 
definitely took that. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Okay. I. It's funny because like last year, I remember there were ones that stuck out there. I was like, I fucking love this. And there were things that were like, I don't like it at all. And this year was more of, there was more things that I saw that I was like, mm, I, I like this. I can't say I love it. One that I'm going to say that I did love was, and I, I, I don't, I don't know if I should wait and make me say this, save this for the last. Should I, is this an honorable mention thing or is this a things I really, really like? It's whatever you want to talk about. Okay. So for me, one of the ones that I absolutely thought was brilliant was called the Holy Grail. <laughs> so I thought that it was just enough humor and just enough sexiness. So the long and short of it is a lady Dom walks into a bar. You've got a sub and a the bar t- owner and then a bartender uh, who are all male presenting. And she walks in and is like, oh, I'll have a blah, 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 blah. I know what I want. And she goes and sits down. And the sub is like, oh, what do I do? And then the bartender's like, oh, look, look, just don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Go get the thing behind in the whatever. He comes out with a glass, a wine glass that's attached to a butt plug. It's all glass. It's beautiful. And then he proceeds to get into this chair, like head down, ass up, legs up. And they put the butt plug in, fill it with wine, and then cart him to the lady. She pulls it out, takes a drink, complains about the quality of the wine, jams it back in the guy's (laughs) ass, and then orders a Zinfandel. Like, everything about that I loved. It was fucking, it was funny, it was sexy, it was well-directed. I also want to know where to get the glass. I know, right? That was my thing. I was going to say, I had two comments, and one of them was that... Clearly, this isn't Hollywood, so that exists somewhere, whether they made it specially uh-huh. or bought it or whatever. Like, somewhere there's a glass dildo with a wine glass attached to it. Yeah. 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 The There was a moment after he had it first inserted and filled with wine, there was a great tracking shot of them yes. pushing him to her. Oh, it was yeah. really done. That was a good quality shot. Mm. It was really nice. Not to correct you, Bradford, but the guy that arrived, the sub that ends up with it in uh, his butt plug-in, he was a sub. He was the guy arriving for work and oh, yes. the Dom didn't know who it was. And so his nervousness came around the fact that I'm new to this job and I don't know what the hell is going to happen. And I don't know that's what he was expecting. First stage it is. Um, <laughs> can I just say, I'm sorry to, to change the subject really quick, but this is important and pertinent. Our audience, our live audience just passed me an, an Etsy website <laughs> that is literally this fucking glass no. Wine glass butt plug. Pick your size. Mature BDSM sex toy. Production delayed. God damn. $166.8881 Australian dollars. There it is. Wow. I mean, now all we need is for our beautiful audience to find us that chair <laughs> and figure out. <laughs> well. There is a birthday happening soon. It's a present. <laughs> that's, think, that's right. You think that would be an appropriate gift? I think it would be appropriate yeah. to put it in you. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I, I agree as well. Also, my only other real note about it that we haven't touched on is anal play in a bar. Is that that doesn't really seem very hygienic, but I'm I'm willing to forgive it in this case. Well, they were uh, wearing we, gloves. She, she pulled it out and sniffed it. Yeah, that, yeah, she right? did. Yeah. I love she, she sniffed the wine and then sniffed the... Yeah, the... yes. 
I mean, also, the wine glass butt plug is in low stock. So if you want to get it, fucking get it now. I wonder how much their orders have increased because of hump. Uh, it's right. Yeah. One fold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Also, just as a side note, uh, it is by the time this releases on Wednesday, the gentleman's birthday is Tuesday. So send him noodles. Noodles? I oh, sorry, nudes. Oh. <laughs> or noodles. I'd like to go next because I think You're my- just going to skip right over Angela. Yeah, sorry, because I just want to get in first. Is that all right? Fuck you very much. No, yeah. <laughs> it's not. Oh, I under- just want to get in first. Isn't that what you said at Pendulum last night? <laughs> do, you, do you understand the concept of a circle? <laughs> I thought it was a free-for-all. Can we, like, puppy play, don't we? We're, no, we're going in circles. <laughs> uh, so the next one that I had that I wanted to mention was Monster Dyke. There were two, yes. there were two yeah. was it umlauts over the dot dots over the E? Yeah, it's the I don't German. really know how to pronounce Dyke with that it's, in there. It's German and it's still Dyke. Okay, okay. Uh, I was going to say, is it Dyke? <laughs> was this the face hugger one? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. So this one, um, it was a like a clay sculpture. It was an alien that the, the lady was sculpting. And it had tentacles. It had a mermaid tail. There was stop motion in there. And and at first I was like, okay, this is a little interesting. And then it turned very sexy very quickly. And I was like, okay, I actually really, really like this one. Yeah. There was some really gooey bits. <laughs> because because they, they went down on the clay alien. Yeah. The clay-lian. The clay-lian. <laughs> and, and out of the clay-lian's... Vulva. For lack of a better word, vulva came like a face hugger clay alien, and it sort of wrapped around the back of their head and just sort of did that pulling motion, and then they came back from that, and there was just the goop that was all over their face, and it was and just, it was like goop the, is a is a is a soft word. There yeah. needs to be a stronger word. There was more than yeah, just goop. A, it was a very wet goop. Yes, um, the the alien puppet also lactated. Oh yes, oh, you're right. right. Yes. There was, there was yeah. a lot of nipple wet wet going coming on. down over the face, and yeah, that was that was really good. Um, and there was also some tentacle penetration. Yeah, that was also really fun. Look, I'm just going to be honest. That was my favorite production value. The stop motion on that for being an amateur film. There was just a. Like literally, it was probably a, a five second shot of the alien tentacle wrapping around the the person's arm. Forearm, yes. And that was so well done. I'm assuming they did it, filmed it, and then played it in, in reverse. But still, the quality of the stop motion on that, as a lover of stop motion video, I thought that was just so well done. Big, big invite out there. Anyone that has never tried to do stop motion, jump on YouTube, have a look at how difficult it yeah. is. It is one of the hardest things to get right. And in everybody film. can do it. If you've got you, a Lego you, set and an iPhone, you, you can, can do stop do it. motion. But I think it yeah. was also the only, was it the only animation we saw tonight? No, 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 no. there was a couple there was of animated hand-drawn ones. hand-drawn animation, but yes. it was the only live Live animation, animation. Uh, yeah. One of the other things that uh, around this one too, it's a, it was filmed completely in black and white, which was yeah. nice. I think it was the only black and white one. 
also had the great soundtrack. It mm. was some obscure piece of music from the 70s. I walked out going, that's Tarantino. Yeah. That's something he would do. It was a really nice way to bring it up instead of just studio music or, or current pop or, or current dance type stuff over the top, which could have easily been done. It was a bit thought-provoking in the background. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the black and white really, really added to it very much. And there was a great quote at the very start. It was... um there are two types of people, monster fuckers and cowards. Yeah. And it, it sort of set the scene for the whole lot. And she starts the film getting a booty call from a guy who thinks he's doing her a favour because she's a dyke. Yeah. And she just ignores it and um, the phone ends up getting swallowed by the face hugger at mm-hmm. the end of the, the was so which is was really good. It, the whole thing was so good. I, I think my notes on it were tentacle porn, exclamation point. What am I watching? I love it. <laughs> Okay, goofball, right, you can go right, now. Gentlemen. Oh, now you want me to speak. Okay. No, no, sorry, now we're allowing you to speak. <laughs> nice distinction. Don't you forget whose podcast this is. It's Angela's. <laughs> so I'm, I'm so glad that no one has brought this up yet because this one is, was my favorite and I will be rethinking about it while I masturbate. Oh, wow. Ooh. Cravings. Oh, I've got, I've got notes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so Cravings was a pregnant woman in a fruit and veg shop. And she was heavily pregnant. Like, he- literally. Heavily. Any moment now, she was going to explode. Yeah. I thought we were going to see a live birth. Yeah. <laughs> for, for the courtesy of the Americans, do you guys know what fruit and veg stories? A bodega would be a word that, mm-hmm. for your North American listeners? Yeah, for the Northeast. Yeah, for the Northeast. <laughs> or, maybe the South Southwest. Uh, well, uh, whatever word, because I don't like think fruit, fruit and veg, veg is I mean, is yeah, you thing. know, it's like a little mom and pop fruit. Yeah, across yeah. the Tasman, it's called a dairy. Yes, that's true. Huh. Not do we care about kiwis? Yeah. Okay then. Fucking yeah. <laughs> Get your dick out. But also, not only was she heavily pregnant, but she was very sweaty, like hot, hot. summertime. Like, yeah. Sweaty. yeah, yeah. And she was just that voluptuous, gorgeous. Oh, she was hot. Yeah, she was fucking hot. She yeah, was she was fucking hot. hot. And and she had just the nails and her lips and eyes and oh god, I might need a minute. It was also he. It was kind of for me. It was belly on belly because the male in that had a fucking hot belly. Yeah, mm. the yeah. curly body hair on top, and then the yeah. juxtaposition between the two. And I, my notes were two hot bellies, one hot dick. Yes, um, that, yeah, that's, he did that's, have that's a nice dick. She's, Is she's that the sort of, name of your film for next year or something? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I loved, I loved the way it went down too, because it was that there was that sexual tension in the aisle, mm. and then she sort of went up, grabbed the can of tomatoes or whatever it was, and dropped it. Went, ooh, do you mind getting that for me? And and then it was on for young and old. <laughs> you know, he was Which trying to put another one the, into her. They had the sex. Uh huh. Translating had, for, I'm translating for. But you. it was just a daydream because it came back and she was like. Oh, oh, thank you. And they parted their ways. And as the, the closing scene to it was he turned to the camera and licked his lips. And no, he licked his fingers. Oh, licked his, yeah, licked uh, his fingers. And there were six people in the room who went. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I, I will agree. Uh, my notes on that were pregnant. Yes, anybody who's been a anytime listener of this podcast knows that I love pregnant women. I don't know what it is. I just laugh. Um, then I wrote organic asparagus. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was yes, boxes, yeah, there was yeah. boxes Where of they organic were, as- yeah. They were fucking, but I couldn't help but notice the organic asparagus. And then, oh, it was all a wet dream. Actually, I don't think it was, I think it was a 
tin of honey that she dropped. Oh, yeah, correct. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, that's. I've got in my notes that it was the first time I sort of noted honey. It was one of yes, the early ones. Yeah. So I've gone few honey, few roller skates, and uh-huh. one pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kobe, what do you have for your next one that really stands out for you? There's one that's one that really stood out. And I, I think it provoked a lot of noise in the room. It's called Blood Love. It was a <laughs> it was a dom uh, starts off with a dom who's with a guy that's just uh, with her sub and he's a waste of space. She's just tapping him on the shoulder like you're a waste of my time. She calls a, another sub to come over for a session and um, she says, "Where the good lingerie that I bought you? I'm going to ruin it." And it's needle play. And I think three people got up, walked away and closed their eyes and it just sparked a lot of discussion. It was done really well though. The, the, the artistry, the filming was good. I don't think anyone here is up for needle play like that. I, it was uh, unusual needle play. It was large needles made for drawing blood going in and out under the skin. And there wasn't a lot of blood in there. So to me, uh, it was a bit strange. I think it's more the... The invitation of blood. Yeah. Watching needles. To be honest, though, now looking back at it, there's something kind of thrilling about the fact that we all sat there as a group and watched needles do what they did. Yeah. Because you, I don't, I actually can't recall the last time I saw needles like that on a film of any kind that was treated with such sensitivity and such sensuality. It was very, very Um, sensual. She was doing rows across the lower part of the breast and there was rows of three and four that she'd then just slide a finger over the part that was under the skin and that um, triggered the response in the side. It it was really well done. It might have, we had our little reactions in the room, but now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, that's actually kind of hot. Quite hot, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's not often that you see needle play really shown in any kind of film or even a lot of the fetish things. You just don't see it very often. But I will say that I really, really enjoyed watching The Gentleman through that one because even though he's up for pretty much anything, that apparently is a hard limit for him because he was cringing the whole time and I thought it was quite funny to watch him. It it was anxious for me watching the needles go in because it was quite a close-up view of them and it was even more so... Uh, it was the expectancy of when they were going to come out. It was even worse. From, I mean, I sat there and watched it, which, you know, but I, every time it went in, I just felt my bones chill. It was, yeah, you're right. I mean, thinking about it now, it was quite sensual and sexy, but it was hard to watch for me. Yeah, that's, so that's, that. for me, I think that's a that's one that I don't need to experiment with. <laughs> Noted. However, <laughs> uh, I mean, I have comments. I, I didn't like it. It's um, I think needle play is absolutely fine when you are well educated in where and how the needles go in the cleanliness of the needles, the cleanliness of the space. You're talking about something that can very easy, easily damage somebody permanently or give them an infection that will damage them permanently. And while I do think that this scene was very clean, it was very well done, there was alcohol swabs, blah, 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 blah. The problem is mainstream Bubba out there will see it and then be like, oh, I saw that. I can do that to my whatever. And then, or I do it to myself. Um, I know that because I grew up in, in a location where stupid people see shit like that and they're like, I can do it myself. So it, it concerns me to show things like that in such a beautiful which it was beautiful 
but it, it was something that I was like, mm, can't watch this. I'm not going to watch this. I think the hope is that you watch something like that and go, that's inspiring. I haven't thought about that in that way. And I'm not a needle fan. Yeah. But have a primary partner who loves to jab a needle in someone. <laughs> I know. Been um, there. Hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> but um, I would hope that if you saw that and you were intrigued, that that would mean you dived in and did the research and went, why is that so sexy? Why did that work in that way? Because you cannot do what we watched on screen tonight without practice, without some instruction, without some knowledge. And that was not an intro thing. And oh, I, hell no. Like, I think that's some of my problem with it is like a lot of what we saw tonight, a lot of what we saw tonight was either beautifully orchestrated to look like it was easy, which it's not. No. A lot of the anal play that we saw, the of going back to the wine glass, one of my favorites. Like that butt plug went into that human with little to no effort. And they, I think they did at least have lube. They yes. did at least have lube. But literally, I think from start to finish, inserting that butt plug, which it was a sizable butt plug. It was. Took maybe six seconds. Yeah. yeah including yeah. the lube. Including yeah. the lube. Yeah. Quick, a quick finger and then and in it goes. That that bothers me. And I think that that's the same thing that bothers me about this piece is that these were not beginner's needles. This wasn't something that you kind of fuck around with. I, I, I know. I get it. I feel like I'm I'm trying to say it's I'm out of context. But yeah. I, I get what you're saying. And I think one of the things is that a lot, as you said, a lot of the things here, and that's one of the good things about it as an entity, is it's people expressing and showing off what they're comfortable with, where they're at, what they do. It's not so much an instructional video, rather right. than. But I get what you're saying, and I think that's really important to notice. Yeah. These these folks are masters of what they're doing, but that's the problem. Yes. Is I think that mainstream audiences will come to something like Hump and go, oh well, this isn't mainstream porn. These are everyday people. These are the people around the corner. So it's not going to be something that I have to work up to. I can start at the same level they are Quite because this is clearly amateur stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like a fisherman watching Jaws and going, oh, I could catch a big-ass shark. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I also think we have to give people some credit in that this does expose them to something they may not have been exposed to before because, like we said, needle play is not something you really see a lot of. And it at least sparks the conversation and gets them thinking about it. And the hope is that they would do research and go down the rabbit hole of, of what does it actually take? What does it involve? And contact somebody in their local area who can do it and help them through it if they're really interested in it. But we, I think we have to give people credit to understand that or to recognize that the people who are doing this are really good at what they do. They're not, this isn't the first time that they've ever done it and that they will do the research and they will look into it further if it's something that they're interested in. Yeah. I think it was kind of beautiful in that cinematic kind of way that you knew enough of what you were watching couldn't happen as an amateur. Mm. You couldn't just get a needle kit. Yeah, she, what we saw yeah there was preparation involved, obviously. Yeah. You can't just There's go straight into, in, into that. There was preparation behind the scenes. I mean, even for the Cravings one, I'm pretty sure there was about eight months' worth of preparation. <laughs> <laughs> but they, the non-judgment. Eight, eight and a half, yeah. Uh, it's, it's also the non-judgmenty bit for me that to see needle play that wasn't actually, curiously, not fetishized. No, this was, this was needle play for needle play, mm, fair and enough. it wasn't yeah, needle play yeah. for titillation. It, it was right. this is this is two people. It, it the, was the very interesting to watch mm. because yeah, okay, while it's not my thing, it's 
because it's not my thing, I haven't really witnessed a lot of it. Same. You know, at all, really. And to, to see that, yeah, it was it was hard to watch, but it was interesting to watch too. Yeah, we had moments going, oh, oh. Yeah. But we didn't look away. And it wasn't oh, an right, oh, yeah. judgment. It was a oh, oh, mm. oh, yeah. Well, I mean, arguably the gentleman was watching behind his hands. <laughs> <laughs> In between the fingers, yeah. like <laughs> You still watched. I did still watch, yeah. The same way you watched it. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw back to Bradford's redneck bubbers that are gonna go out and try this, mate. They've just choked on the plastic from scene one. Oh, so God. they're never getting to the needle scene. <laughs> good point. Fair enough, That's a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. My next film that Are we skipping Leo? Oh, we're we're wait, getting in a circle, Bradford. Oh, wait. <laughs> Who did that one? Oh, I'm sorry. That was Kobe. We are skipping Leo. No, go, buddy. <laughs> I'm a bit lost. <laughs> what was your... Your next favorite? Yeah, your next favorite yeah. film. Uh, a film that stuck out. It was good. Mm, I have weird little notes on different bits and pieces. Are they um, left-handed notes or right-handed? There's <laughs> a lot of left-handed notes. They make no sense. It's like like a three-year-old doodled on a page. <laughs> there's a thing and a thing. and like Don't a, let your three-year-old watch on. Like, there's a little scribble that looks like SM dildo porn. <laughs> That's basically what's written on the page. Mm, there was something I written down, which was Red Shoe Diaries with cock not quite sure. What, what is Red Shoe Diaries? Was. Red Shoe Diaries was a series of terrible... R-rated American romance telly movies, kind of like Hallmark with Dick. Was that Matt um, Stildo? No, Matt Stildo's the Looney Tunes parody. No, I know, but it's oh, like I quite like that. Was it was it versification? <laughs> oh, it might have been. Oh, I'm not really. Versification's sure. the one where they had the red settee and then the like paper flowers. I just made a note about the fact that it was really really nice to see a male body on screen that wasn't six foot four and built like a brick shit house, but it was actually kind of like a fairly thinnish kind of. Yeah. I think that's the one that you're talking about, Angela. Yeah. With the black, with the black girl. Yes. On yes, the yes, lounge yes. with the yeah, red that's settee. The one. Yeah. And he was quite skinny. Quite very, skinny. Very muscular. Muscular, but, but skinny. But not and buff muscular. Exactly. Just I'm a skinny guy. Yeah. And, um, more like I a dude I feel like I'd cross paths with more than like a film dude. There was something about the, the body shape in that that I thought was quite interesting was seeing a different kind of male on screen than I would normally see. I think the bigger comment broadly is that we didn't see a lot outside of the either the, the female-female or male-female paradigm tonight. Yeah. There and that was, was a bit disappointing to me. Compared to last year, last year I feel yeah. like there was a lot of non-binary folks this year, it felt like there was a lot more cisgendered folks. Yeah, it did feel that way for me. I, I felt less represented. 
than I would have liked. Mm. And also to call it out, last year there were a few that dealt with, or they looked like they dealt with uh, ethical non-monogamy or polyamorous couples, mm. and there was nothing at no, all this, this year. This felt very, very binary. This hetero porn yeah. kind of this year. I, that's, I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to be the prick. But, <laughs> I'll yeah. do it. Totally. I yeah, mean, that's that what it felt like. like yeah. and, and that's not saying that everybody in there, in the, in the no. festival, was either cis, hetero, or doing cis-hetero porn on purpose, but almost all of it came off that way. I feel like there wasn't, for something called hump, I don't feel like the full spectrum was there tonight. Yeah. I didn't feel represented. I, I, I will say, touching on the piece that you were talking about, the only comment that I had on that was, please don't have sex on that red settee, you'll stain it. That was a nice piece of furniture, and it's going to be really hard to fix. Maybe you scotch guarded it before. Uh, watching them fuck on that piece of furniture hurt me a little. Uh, like I had to look away a couple of times. One, one thing I, I sort of uh, got as well, there was no safe sex at all. This is Which very is true. A, uh, we very saw true. no condoms. Yeah. You're yeah. right. I'm, yeah. I made a comment on that for several of the films is that there was no condom usage. And there were even a few where they were doing anal play, and there was no lube. They didn't. They didn't show that. The lube. I wrote yeah. that down as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was a piece that. Are, are we getting to the point where we're stopped talking about the things we love? Uh, no, I still have a few. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll come back then. Uh, we'll come back to that because that we'll fucking pissed back. me off. Yeah. <laughs> circle back to that. I had. A, a, I've. Have, I've just written down main ingredient with a couple of happy sort of faces. Oh yes, that was um, the one. Yeah, that was a particular highlight. Yeah, it was called La Ingredient Principal. That's the one. Yeah, two lesbian couple. That's the one. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. In the kitchen. Oh, yes. I thought yeah, that, that was, was beautiful to watch. Very sensual. I had a problem with that. What? This is, and this is just a maybe I don't understand question. There was a moment where one of the ladies inserts a double-ended dildo into herself, and the other lady goes down on that double-ended dildo. For me, looking at that, it's two ladies trying to recreate heterosexual porn. It's the one time oh. I was taken out of that scene. And, and as I soon as I off that, I, it was... And not odd. being a lady, Angela, you are our representative lady here tonight. <laughs> is that something that is that something that ladies do when they play with double-ended... Is, it, is that to have a penis and have it sucked? Is that something that you do? It didn't seem like something natural. It's a, it seemed like something that I would see in heterosexual porn that was made for me. If you think about strap-ons, yes, absolutely, women will suck another woman's strap-on. And there are strap-ons that have the little insert ins- yeah. that goes inside of you. So it's kind of basically the same thing, really, as a double-knit dildo. I mean, it's not exactly, but it's very similar. So I would say, like, ultimately, yeah, I think that's a very realistic thing. Is Because the other thing is you have to remember, with it being a double-ended dildo, she was sucking on it and pulling it out and moving it in and out. And so there's another added dynamic there, which I gotta be honest, doesn't sound too terrible. I have to say, I've I've been there and I think it's hot. I have gone down on a dildo that's been strapped to someone else or inside someone else. And yeah, yeah, you feel it on the okay. other end. And yeah, I that was one of the sexiest moments for me tonight. Okay. Watching that I, moment because I was like, but, I, I've been there. And and also remember that that's a bit more of a power exchange right like yeah. i think it comes down to power more than than like feel and yeah it's, it's, it's the scene right it's yeah. it's uh, yeah when i was at the other end of the dildo that i was uh, dildos that i was playing with <laughs> um i was definitely on the sub side and, and enjoying that that part but it was about it wasn't just static it was moving mm-hmm. yeah it was and it was about the exchange between the two people okay um, i had a note on that one too she had a great harness 
The harness was beautiful. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was simple, but, simple, but effective. White, leather. Mm. Looked great. There was I, one thing I did really like about it was there was a juxtaposition of them cooking and them having sex, and the mortar and pestle made this great sound. Again, this was one where the sound design was great. That pounding of the mortar and pestle well, was, the, was great. The, the pounding of the garlic and the mortar and pestle yeah. was, was yeah. when the harness yeah. came on, and then that was the the pounding of the garlic. Then I did like that. Yeah, that was that was good. Uh, and was that the spaghetti flung on the wall? Yes. The yeah, come yeah. flying on the yeah. wall, then spaghetti flying on the wall. Yeah. I love it. That couple though, that particular those two particular people were very fun to watch. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were, very clearly they were, liked one another. They were think, clearly into each other, yeah. and yeah. that was that made it all the all the better to watch. And just one of those great scenes that you watched that didn't matter what gender you were watching. There was the energy and the exchange and the way they played, the way it was shot. Great fucking editing, I have to say. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but I th- yeah, it it really turned me on. It did. It did feel. I think what made it feel even naughtier was it felt like you were really. A voyeur in what they were doing day to day. Yes. Yeah. It, yes. it didn't feel acted out. It didn't feel put on. It felt like we were in the corner of the room while this was just happening to take place. Mm, and that's good filmmaking because it can't possibly be. And the the cuts back and forth between the cooking scenes, the kitchen, and the sex scenes, like that was done very well. So it didn't take you out of the moment, but it really enhanced it. And they moved between the kitchen and a bedroom mm-hmm. in that, and, and you and that what didn't mm-hmm. feel like you were being pulled between different places. Yeah, it was it very like logical. Was all the one space, but yeah, oh, really good, well done. All right, Bradford, you're up. All right, so the one that. The next one that I really, really like was Sucky Situation. Yes, that was on my list oh, too. Yes, uh, yes. My note was, oh my God, <laughs> this started a conversation because literally we talked through much of it. It was a sub in a PVC rectangle that was covered in latex and basically a vacuum is created. The only thing that is out of the sub is her mouth and then the Dom has a magic wand and when the latex is stretched tightly across the body, she was masturbating the, the sub. And it was a beautiful light blue colored It was latex, beautiful. Because I had written on my notes Avatar 2. It, yeah, that's, <laughs> because that's what I was saying. I was like, well, this yeah, is my best Avatar 2. Like, yeah, this is, yeah. you know, James Cameron finally did it. <laughs> yeah. I also said immediately, immediately, I thought of Candy Coated Latex. Yes. If you're not following them on Instagram, definitely you give should. them a follow. They are brilliant latex rubber players. Yes, Candy Coated Latex. Give Made me want to try it. It Honestly. And that was the was other like, thing that I would think I is amazing. Would I be comfortable with that? Would I want to give that a go? That was the conversation. Yes. It was, what would it be like to be cocooned like that in that space? Yeah, because it was that kind of body vacuum suction. And, and like you said, like the only thing that was out was her mouth. So everything else. But it also wasn't like tight, tight, restrictive because she could still kind of, you know, curl her fingers and mm. twist a knee a bit, you know, that kind of thing. So there was still some level of movement. In there. My note was it was one. Of, it was the only one that made me curled my toes. What? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Ooh. Her Whoa. toes yeah. were bent in when she was brought to orgasm. That's right. And just the arc of her body and the arch of her back. And it was it was really the fact great. There was movement watch. inside all that latex. Yes, like, yeah. It was enough kind of play in there while she was gasping for breath it was yeah yeah, terrifying sexy i want to do it yeah (laughs) i'd like to try it also that one had a really good uh point of view because they did have a camera from like it looked like up high so you had a view of the entire rectangle from above 
And I think that was, that is what made it for me on that one. I mean, like besides the, the play itself, yeah. but like that camera angle just really gave you a good view of what exactly was happening. Yeah. So then the only other one that I really, really made note of was Matt Stildo, which was mentioned briefly, very briefly earlier. It was the one that was done in a Looney Tunes style, like cartoon. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was too short. I wanted to see more of it. It was, at the end, it did mention a Hey Poopy cartoon and a Hey Poopy podcast. So I will definitely be looking those ones up. Yeah, definitely. The comedy was brilliant. Yeah, I really, the, the comedy was great. The style was great. I really liked the Looney Tunes style of it. And like I said, I could have watched more of that one for sure. Yeah. Just a brief overview of what that was. A, a fella got a double-ended dildo stuck way inside of him and had to go to the doctor. Uh, emergency room. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, honestly, I think if he had a weekly podcast comedy thing that he did, I would definitely be tuning in. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I will definitely check like out this, this Hey Poopy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it just it sounded so much fun. Is one of the, I broke up laughing when his dad is a world famous proctologist. I <laughs> just, just said that <laughs> off, yeah. There was just such an honesty and calm honesty about the whole thing. It's, you know what? This is life. Sometimes you get a dildo stuck up you and you have to do the thing. And it was, yeah, I loved it. Please turn it into a weekly yes. Bob Squarepants kind of serial that I can watch. <laughs> Did you have any more honorable mentions, things you liked? Uh, no, I had one that I didn't really like. All right, go for that. What did you like? What didn't you like? It was one of the ones where the two men were playing together in the bed and they sort of woke up together. And yeah. and again, that was one where I, I, I thought Bradford's going to say, spit is not lube, you, you know? Mm. And then the, the the scene went down, and I thought I thought one of the one of the guys w- was seemed more into it than the other one, in my opinion. But then the ending just spoiled it all for me because the 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 guy sort of came downstairs in a Peter Parkerish type of landing, where he jumped down the stairs and he put on a really sort of young teenagey shirt. Kissed his mum goodbye and she said, well, make sure you say goodbye to your father. And the father was the, the man that he was playing with. And I just, I think I've got a note here, went, um, dad, nope. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's all I had. I we were watching a fantasy sequence, but I get you. I It was a bit too much for me. I was like, oh. That, my that my note cool. on that scene was hashtag fomance. The, the name of that one was called New American Gothic, and that was the one uh, it mm-hmm. that was satirized the pitchfork. the pitchfork at the end. It satirized yeah. the very famous American Gothic photo of the farmer and his wife. That's actually, so that's actually a common misconception. It's a farmer and his daughter. It's a daughter, is it? Yeah. Okay. And Which is why that why this joke is funny. Yeah. In my mind, I saw that and I was like, oh, right. that's clever. Okay. And I think it's actually um, the other part of the what I took away from it is that the father was a cis white male. Mm-hmm. The mother was a cis black female and the son was Asian. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking more blended family and potential situation for the whole stepdad son situation of that becoming a norm or accepted or um, something that may just happen in just diversity. And I just think it's, uh, I think it was just a, a fucked up commentary is how I, that, I took that yeah, scene. That's the word I just landed on. Only just because you said it, it was like, is it a commentary on the current? And continuing, and actually the last sort of two, three years of particularly gay male porn and its focus, real focus on intergenerational, intergenerational sex. sex and the stepdad, stepson thing. In that context, the last few seconds of that short film are actually kind of 
Very interesting. And that that was how I was looking at it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And from a logistical standpoint, I had a few notes about there was a lot of ass eating in the fantasy. And I like that because it normalizes eating ass and it's something that we're seeing more and more of. And I think that's good. Uh, However, they, again, bareback and no lube. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't show any of that. They're family, Angela. Also, I think that was the only analingus we saw. Tonight. No, it wasn't. No, there was. No. Oh, please correct me. I will. Uh, the beach sex. Mm. Oh, you're right. Uh, of course. Yes, I am. yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. I know. Forgotten about rimming. The beach sex. You're uh, looking. I, I'm looking for rimming, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I my notes on it were, "Aw, it's sweet," and then, "Ah, oh, fuck, it's West by God, Virginia." <laughs> um, it's interesting because I get what you're saying, Kobe, and. I didn't get the race thing at all. I got the generational thing. Because yeah. you're right. Gay porn right now is all about fucking your family. Oh, fuck, man. And it's always your step family, uh, which is, you know, better? No. <laughs> I don't know. Like, no. I just think it's hilarious. It's like, don't worry. I'm only fucking my stepdad. Don't get me wrong. Wait, find what? Find your daddy. Enjoy your daddy. Just not your don't daddy. Don't be related to your daddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's just funny. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I liked it. I'd like to see something like it that was a little more like, and this is why this is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than what we saw tonight, which was kind of a bit like, and this is why it's a bit romantic. Yeah. Well, I want to see the wrong turn version of this. I want to see mum walk in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. But then you know what happened. Mum be like, mm, double the pleasure, double the fun. <laughs> brown chicken, brown Ew. cow. Ew. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, mm. No, I'm with you. I uh, no, Bradford. No, son likes hot dogs. Does son like tacos? Bradford, back in your box. <laughs> the people want more. <laughs> Pandora's box is open. You can't close it. But I think it was just uncomfortable because I didn't. I didn't f- feel like there was a real connection between the two of them I at agree. any point. I will say there was no magic between. There wasn't them. a lot of chemistry. Yeah. It was no, like wasn't. face ass, face ass. Uh, I mean, I wasn't against that though. I mean. I'm Adam, never against face ass. You do not yeah, have to no, have chemistry with me to eat my ass. No, but in, in relation to well, when you when you compare it to the rest of the films that we saw, fair enough. Connection was a. I I think throughout all of them there was there was real connection in in a lot of them, and that think, was one for me that missed the mark. Is that a thing that well, this is my first hump? But the thing I, <laughs> I, I agree. not my Leo, first hump. like twenty years ago. <laughs> Shit. Okay, a wrong sentence, but. All of a sudden, I'm thinking that was the thing that was the most enjoyable. Was it in the majority of what we watched tonight? There was a some sort of connection, some sort of chemistry between who we watched. These people enjoyed playing with each other. Yes. They weren't cast; they were people doing their thing on screen. Yeah, yeah. Exhibiting who they were, putting something of themselves in art. That was awesome and very sexy. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I yeah. know what you're saying about that. Those two, they didn't really feel to be that chemistry in mm. between them. Yeah. And I don't think the, the setting helped that. It was soft morning light, very the sun rays coming in. It was mood. It was romantic. Didn't yeah. really feel And then the if you romance. throw on top of that the fact that that was the only real male-on-male only it was that one on the beach, and then the yeah. beach went. Come on, man! You yeah. keep forgetting yeah. the sex on the beach. I, and look, I'm beach not. I'm boring. not. Yeah, it's exactly. And that's why I keep forgetting because it wasn't. 
I've written it here. It was set meh. in Toronto. And if you've ever been naked there a in beach Toronto, in Toronto? Yes, there is. I've been oh, there. But, it's but, not spectacular. Is it a lake beach or one a, beach? a lake beach? That's not a beach. One of them <gasps> sure. double tap on the butt when they were done. That's what got oh, boy. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it felt the most realistic. Um, we're going to jump ahead and talk about that one real quick. Uh, it was literally called Sex on the Beach. It was literally two fellas. On cruising, right? That's- cruising on a beach in Toronto. Yeah. Okay, I was cruising on my phone during this film, I'm pretty sure. That's probably why I don't remember. Um, (laughs) They did the mouth spinning thing, which fucking turns me off more than anything else we watched tonight, which is where some fucking dom... It's always gay men. It is always gay men. Some fucking dom guy spits in the mouth of the guy that's giving him a blowjob. Like, that's okay. I'm going to say, if that's your thing, good for you. But it's not okay. If you do not have clear consent. Also, isn't I've it, had people try to do that to me and I'm like, no. Also, isn't it interesting that this film was made in the past year and with COVID? Like, is that something people still what? do? That's a beautiful point. Like, who goes to the beach? Oh, wait, you meant the spinning. Yeah, who's allowed <laughs> out of the house? Yeah. Who's allowed out of the house? No offense, but everything we saw tonight was not COVID safe. True. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't think that. Uh, the, I don't think that. You can't alien, put a mask on alien, what we saw tonight. I don't think the alien had COVID. Yeah. The alien had a built-in mask. But, also, the oh, last one was true. called Pussy Mask. True. It was still a pussy. When it was wearing a mask. Sometimes it wore two masks. Sometimes it wore two masks. <laughs> I stand corrected. We had COVID safe amateur porn. Well, I'm pretty sure the alien had space aids, though. Uh, <laughs> ah, damn, dude. Wow. wow. Dark. You went oh, there. It was a Ricky, Rick and Morty. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's how it here. Yeah. Um, so on the Sex on the Beach one, my question was, where, period, is, period, the, period, lube, question mark. Yeah, again, I had no lube, question mark. But I will say the realest part of everything we saw tonight was at the very end of that beach hookup, the Dom guy spanks the, just a quick double tap of of the ass as the guy, as he walks away. And the number of times that has happened to me at fucking saunas. And I'm like, (laughs) what, did I just hit a home run? (laughs) It's one of my favorite things about a sauna was that, if you put in a good show yeah. in the right space, you'd walk out and you'd have a couple of taps here and there and someone would go, you're right, you have a little... I never had that experience in high school or uni, that yeah. kind of that, that moment of being the good sports ball guy. But I'll tell you what, you play balls right in the sauna, you get the right kind of tap. Goddamn. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Sorry. Kobe, you have thoughts? <laughs> Not on that one, no. No. Are, are there any other standouts like around the table before we just kind of get general thoughts? Uh, there was probably bring up Pussy Mask. Um, it rounded out the movie and it was uh, fully animated and it was a, a small animated pussy singing. And to me, it was the spiritual successor to Cardi B's Wet Ass Pussy. Is mm. how oh, the that's song, a really that, good yeah. point. That is what that song felt like. Yeah. And it was, I'm not a biggest fan of that song. Uh, at all and I'm sitting there watching it and I'm going okay I get it it's it's okay and I like the satire and, and what you're doing and then there was a moment where they bring up Forsey and Ruth Bader Ginsburg and I just lost my shit yeah <laughs> the the animated Forsey was just it was fantastic Fauci. and it was Fauci. Fauci. Fauci Fauci come on man yeah you know Australians yeah I know it's um, but it was yeah but it was hilarious it was very it funny was very very funny yeah yeah, it, it's one that I wouldn't mind having this 
on Spotify. <laughs> I'd like to listen to that song over and over again. Um, yeah, that's basically all I had. There, I mean, look. There are a few other films. This is by no means an exhaustive list. It's no. just the ones that really kind of stood out to us. And it actually, it's more than half of them. Yeah. That we've, that we've touched on. Yeah. Uh, so overall thoughts? Uh, it was good. I'd have to agree with your original statement that I, I think last year's were a little bit better. And this year's it didn't seem to. Uh, I, I thought it didn't go as long. I, I, I thought there might have might have been a few more entrants than what there was. I feel like this year there was a lot less representation in general. I don't feel like there was as much diversity Agreed. in there, and I f- I did feel like there were. And I don't know necessarily why I would say this, but I felt like there were more ho hum films. There were fewer that stood out that were really artsy that really made me stand up and go, wow, that was great. You know, there were a few that I would say are good. They're absolutely standalone good, but they're just, it, I had a hard time picking one that really gave me that wow factor overall. Yeah, I think you're right. There was a lot of two people having sex, which was great. But if I'm going to watch the Hump Festival, I'm, 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 I want to be challenged and I want to be yeah, and maybe I was expecting more because it, it was lacking in a few areas. Like you said, uh, you know, there was no polyamorous relationships. There was no – I mean, last year one of the ones that stood out for me was the the, the woman that put the oil – she had that the, the relationship with her car and it was – yeah. was you know, it was, it was something a little bit quirky off-centre and there wasn't, for me, enough of that this year. Yeah, I haven't had a hump before. Have you been to a hump oh, I haven't. Before? I haven't been a hump before, no. But it was a standout that there was no polyamory or group or gangbang or orgy, nothing at all, no representation. But maybe that is a sign of the times. It maybe may be. it's because, you know, because you're right, many of the films we saw were two, maybe three people. Is that because these were all COVID films? Yeah, uh, maybe. Potentially. Maybe. Possibly. But we, I think, mm, even on a global scale, there's we, we know parties have continued. We know groups have continued. We know poly families mm. have continued. We live it. So I would would have liked to have seen that represented a little bit more. Yeah. It's my first hump and I actually really enjoyed it. I really did. I did not feel represented in what I saw tonight. But yeah. I enjoyed watching it and I enjoyed seeing some perspectives and lives that I would not normally be able to access and that gave me food for thought within my own world. I have to say, the one we didn't touch on, I don't think at all, is the um, the one with the trans person who we got to see just basically hump. Daddy's uh, t-dick. Yeah. I just, I, it's maybe 60, 70 seconds long. It wasn't really no, very sure, long at yeah. all. But there was just something. We all went silent. Yeah, in that it was time. great. And we just watched something we hadn't actually seen before. Mm-hmm. And there was something really... For me, it was engaging and enlightening and actually really fucking sexy. Mm, agreed. So I, I, that to me is what Hump would want to be for me year after year. I would want that one little thing to tune into to see something that just isn't, is outside of my world. No matter what my yeah. world is, I don't have to be represented, but I do want to see something I've never seen before and then feel like I'm, I'm a part of it. Yeah, I can agree with that, yeah. And I also agree feeling the lack of representation. There was no, I don't think there was any bisexuality because there was no multiple person play. No, Mm -mm. no, there wasn't. Like all of the play was two people. Yeah. There was none visible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And 
that's a bummer. And I would, that is something I'd like to see. I will let it, I will accept that it was COVID related. Cause I what? do agree. There were you think by people just disappeared during COVID. No, no I don't but think so. I think that you, what you have to accept, cause I, neither did Polly families, but no. not only do you have to be a Polly person or a bi person, you also have to be someone who's Polly bi creative and wants to submit a film. Those four things have to be, those boxes must be checked in order for this to happen. And I honestly think that in the world that there's not a lot of us. No, you're, you're ones, talking about winning the lottery. Right. I know. And here we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that's the thing is that we, we are underrepresented because there's not a lot of us. And ultimately I don't think there's a lot of us that want to make films. There's not a lot of us who want to put our lives as front and center as we saw the lives tonight. And yeah. some of those people were very, very personal. Yeah. Um, and that's beautiful. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. And I do think a lot of the films were very well made and there were some beautiful films. I just do feel like there was a lot of same, same, even though there were, might be different topics and different themes going through, it still just didn't feel as diverse. 100% though, quality yeah. I, was really fucking great. Yeah, the, the quality level was great. Yeah. And maybe it's the lack of um, submissions. They didn't have that choice and they curated the, from the best or maybe they were just voted in the best. The same, same that you just mentioned, Angela, there's, I've got on my notes five different films out of 17 that had rote play. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. a lot. It it's is. a really yeah. big percentage. And two of them were just – there was one that we haven't mentioned, but I just felt it was a complete waste of space yeah. to me. Yeah. For, for me personally, and I think we'd covered rope play so much better with the earlier artistic one with the dom and the, the sub where that one just felt pale in comparison. Mm. That's a good point, though. I am curious what their total number of submissions were this year compared to previous years because maybe they were down because of COVID or something else. I don't know. But, uh, you know – the question is, like, did they just have fewer options and fewer things submitted with further diversity? And then there's a kind of really interesting cultural question for the curators of the festival year to year, which is, and I, I kind of only come at it from what you just said, Kobe, and this year, which is year to year, do you find a particular thing is growing? Is there a particular bent? Is there something that's that's galvanizing? Was there a heap in rope and a subdom that happened this year within the community for films to be made about that? Well, um, and that may be the case. That is there a Z- I'm, Yeah, I'm saying there's 33% in there that have rope. Yeah. Maybe 33% of all submissions and it may have been a 1,000 submissions, so they're balancing that out. It'd be interesting to know those really numbers, would. but it just was something that sort of stood out that they had that sort of same same. Yeah. Um, there was one other scene that uh, had a moment that um, is still resonating with me, and that was the cheese grater on the nipple. Mm. Oh. There was a uh, one of the scenes. Is, uh, that was in uh, French press. Yeah, French yeah. press. There's a couple in the kitchen, and there's um, some food play going on. It's a take on uh, making breakfast in bed sexy, or making breakfast sexy in the kitchen, and um, using the implements of making breakfast in sex play. I struggled with that one, and I really struggled with that one myself from a but, logic but, point of view. Yeah, for the logic. Was was out there, but the the cheese grater on the nipple just sort of sticks with me. I didn't like that. the The fellow was sticking his cock down in a coffee, and I'm like, "So your coffee's cold also, or is it hot?" Also, there was bacon straight from the pan going on her chest. Yeah, and I'm like, if anybody has ever cooked bacon without a shirt on, you do that a couple of times. Uh, or, <laughs> then you pants. put up, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, and like it's going straight from the pan onto her breasts, and like visually, sure, it looks great, but 
no. But we all had a moment watching it where we went, well, hang on, um, we had a thought. <laughs> yeah, there was not thought was not the great on the nipple, <laughs> but there was a, a bunch of other elements in that scene that we all had a little moment of going, well, maybe I do the thing. <laughs> maybe I will. Yeah. Um, it was a no for me. It wasn't. It wasn't all bad. I don't think. I wasn't. None of them were all bad. No. Yeah. Not by any means. Um, but yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it was in the bottom ten percent. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's what I mean. Like that. Surely, there was another submission with a, something extra that could have taken that spot. I, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I mean, cheese grater. That was. I'd never seen that before. No, I don't. I, I've never seen it. I mean, I never thought I wanted to see that before, and I still don't. But but you did. But I did. And am I a better man because of it? No. <laughs> Sometimes you got to swing for the fences. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, love it. Awesome. Well, thank you for watching Hump with us, for joining us in this lively discussion. It's been good. A lot of good thoughts. I like it. It's good to get yeah. different perspectives other than our own. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Thank you very much to to Leo, who should say his catchphrase one more time. <clears throat> Goddamn. <laughs> to Kobe, who needs a catchphrase. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't realize you were the king, baby. Uh, and to the gentleman whose catchphrase is basically just him orgasming, and you can hear it next door. <laughs> or down the road <laughs> or, or possibly from the US <laughs> uh, yeah thank you all very much for sitting in watching Hump with us and uh, giving it a chat yeah enjoy yeah go you still have time you have until May 1st so you can go to humpfilmfest.com and sign up and, and you can still watch it. Oh, yeah. Let us know what you think on the Discord chat. Yes. That's yes. you selling the Discord chat. Yeah. Oh, you got so hard. We need a poll. We need a, your favorite Hump Fest oh, film oh, this yeah. year. We can do that. Mm. Yes, yes. I want to know. There I you go. Know. But that's it. So you know how you get there? You go to www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast and you support us at any level. As little as 50 cents a week. That's it. 50 cents a week. Like, that's one less extra shot of coffee per week. That's it. That's all it is. Um, I am your shot of coffee. Angela is the sweet, sweet cream that sits on top of me. Uh, the gentlemen, Kobe and Leo, are the grounds that you leave in the bottom of your glass. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the chocolate sprinkles. Root. Root. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you guys. Uh, yes. So really you can bit of coffee. <laughs> See, that's why you're so bitter. Uh, so that's that's all it takes to join us on our Discord chat, where you can chat with all of us. Uh, the the five, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, the five, six of us. Even our audience is there on Discord. Uh, so you can chat with all of us, and uh, yeah, we you can tell us what you thought of Hump Film Festival this year, the seventeenth annual, and like we said last year. I'd love to do something. I want to. I want to make right. a hump. We need to make a plan for this for next year. We need yeah. to. I want to do we something. Need to have a submission. We can uh, do this. I want to see all the skill is in this room. I want to see Polly by representation. Mm. That's right. what I we want. We need to find out um, what items we have to plant in. I love the, that your big film. thing is the where's Wally thing. <laughs> yeah. Can we can we involve stop animation dildos? Oh my god. Ooh. Oompa. 
loompa doopity do. Stop it. Stop it. I'm stop it. gonna come and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see little dildos marching along? No, no, I, I, stop. I'm too turned. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And uh, yeah, we will uh, we'll close this out later. Bye. 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 That was a lot of fun. So many good thoughts. I love all the different perspectives and that we all pick up on different things. Yeah, had a little bit of fun watching some Hump Film Festival. Yes, sexy, sexy things. A lot of fun. If you watch Hump, we'd love to know what you thought about it. Uh, just shoot us an email, theatomsoflove at gmail.com. You can support us on our Patreon page and join us on Discord. That is www.patreon.com slash podcast, and you will get an automatic link into our Discord channel. You can message us on any of our socials. We are at By The By Podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, and in the Twitterverse. Or you can go to our website, www.bythebye.com.au, and check us out on our contact page. Yeah, thanks for joining us, and we will be back next week for you. Yep, see you next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.